Alright, so two minutes on a tidbit for today. So we're in the middle of explaining how every Jew can arouse a very easy love for God when he realizes that he would totally give up his life for God at any given time were he to be challenged with the sin of Avayda Zarah. Now, a person would never go against God for Avayda Zarah. What does that mean for the rest of the mitzvahs? So that's what we started to explain now. That really, all the mitzvahs are the same as Avayda Zarah. Now, how could it be that all the mitzvahs are like Avayda Zarah? So we started to explain yesterday, and we're going to continue now during the next few chapters, to explain how every single thing in the world is really totally godliness. So when a person goes against that, he's going against God himself. And we said that yesterday, that all the worlds are totally nullified to God and they're totally like nothing to Him. What does that mean? If there's so many worlds, how could God be the same before the creation and after the creation? So we're going to start to explain today, and we're going to give an analogy by a person, which we'll explain for the next two days, and then we'll explain what it means by God in the day after. So we start to explain that by godliness, everything is totally nullified to Him, as the whole world is really the word of Hashem. What is giving everything its energy? What's constantly creating it? Naturally, the world should cease to exist. It's not like a human which makes something, that when he makes it, he can walk away. Since it doesn't make sense for it to be here in the first place, God needs to create everything constantly from scratch, every single moment. So what's giving it its energy that should continue to exist and not go back to being nothing is the word of Hashem. As God's energy, God's word is in every single creation, and that's what's making that it should exist at all times. So that word of Hashem is really the real existence of every single creation. Now, how significant is this word of Hashem compared to Hashem? Well, let's see what it means by a person. How significant is the word that a person says compared to him? So let's see like this. Word of a, a person is really almost like nothing compared to his power of speech. As a person could speak for endless hours, a person could speak an unlimited amount of words. So one word compared to his power of speech is very insignificant because it's a little, little bit of an infinite amount. So it's really like nothing. And even more so, since speech is only the middle faculty, as there's thought, speech, and action, which thought is higher than speech, and action is lower than speech, so for sure, this one word is totally nothing compared to his power of thought, as thought is the original source for speech. Because anything that a person says, he has to think about first, he has to go through the brain. So if the one word is totally nullified to the speech, for sure it's totally nullified to the thought. As anything which a person wants to say, he thinks about. And even though it seems to be different, that the letters are more refined in the thought, but ultimately they're both the same letters. So since it's the same letters in thought and speech, it's the same word which is going to be created. So this thing is totally nothing compared to his power of, of, of thought. How much more so this word is totally nullified to the essence of the person, which the essence of the person, like we explained in chapter 3, is his thoughts, is his um, ten faculties, his chachma bin adas, etc., to his emotions. So those are totally the essence of a person. So the power of thought even is totally nothing compared to that. For sure this one little word is totally insignificant compared to the whole person. We're going to explain this and continue explaining what this means by a person tomorrow. See you next time.